0: Well, hello, and welcome again to another edition of SpinCast here at Stay Plugged In. Joining us from the state of Pennsylvania, we have Teresa Gaffney. She is the head coach and coordinator of eSports at Messiah College. Hello, how are you doing today, Teresa?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Rick.
0: Yeah, We appreciate you have, uh, being here, uh, sincerely. Hopefully we can get some additional good information out to our audience in respect to Messiah College and eSports in general. But let's start off with, if you would, just tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, how you kind of got into the eSports world in general, and how that led you to the opportunity, obviously, at Messiah College as their co- coordinator of eSports.
1: Sure. Um, For the brief TLDR, I started in collegiate esports in 2011, uh, pretty early on uh, in the first organization in North America doing collegiate esports, uh, collegiate Star League. So I was a writer writing about StarCraft, uh, just covering the matches and the scene in general. And I kind of climbed up from there. I was volunteering and I liked what I was doing. So They needed an editor, so I started doing editing and kind of more coordinating level stuff. Uh, They brought on other games like League of Legends and started growing. And, you know, over time, uh, it just became something that while I was doing my real life things like education, uh, working and so on and so forth, this became an outlet that I really saw myself enjoying, uh, both personally and professionally. So I taught for a year in Korea. Um, and I got an offer to come back and work on it full-time, so I worked with CSL for a couple of years full-time. Uh, then I took an opportunity at Harrisburg University uh, for a part of their uh, team as it started up, and I was doing social media, starting their channels, <clears throat> excuse me, and, you know, from there, I f- started freelancing after that ended, uh, and now I'm at Messiah College is their esports coach, so I think it's uh, kind of been a cool progression of Mostly only a collegiate esports career.
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Now, that's interesting, 2011. So believe it or not, that probably makes you one of the veterans in this industry, considering um, it's it's Mm -hmm. relatively newer space in general, especially at the collegiate level. Obviously, esports and gaming has been around for an incredibly long time, but at the collegiate level, uh, more new, if you will. So talk a little bit about that. I'd be interested to know 2011, 2020 dramatic amounts of changes what have you seen for the better in that time frame
1: so when we started and CSL started in 20 2009 so I was like a year and a half or two years after that so they had two seasons under their belt but when hmm. they started I know there were only about like 20 teams and some of them were you know uh, the the MIT's, the Rutgers, the UCLA's, the bigger name schools or the more quote unquote nerdy schools that you would expect that would be playing Starcraft through war at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, it's exploded from 20 schools to hundreds of schools. So just numbers, sheer numbers alone, a staggering change. Um, and then, you know, not just the approach to the industry is completely different. Uh, when I started, people ask me why are you doing collegiate (laughs) esports like why wouldn't you be doing something on the professional level putting your time in because a lot of times in in the era of like you know 2010 11 12 people were very much still doing this for a passion project Mm um and a lot of us were just giving our time to whatever we wanted so i voluntarily gave my time to a collegiate organization which to some people made no sense i could have been Volunteering to write at other bigger names, and maybe done something more after that, but I didn't see it that way. I was a education student, and I became a teacher, and now come from teaching, and you know, I've worked in you know, in that kind of field for so long that it felt natural to work in esports relating to that. So it's changed because the attitude towards it has changed. I don't get those questions anymore. Mm. They're, they're kind of like, "Oh, that's cool, you know, awesome. <laughs> you're you're supporting students." So right. that's some of it. There's other yeah. more, you know, integral sure. changes where how esports is seen on campus has changed. But you know, yeah. that's the overall personal yeah. level of
0: change. No doubt, it's grown by leaps and bounds, and and being part of that journey to see those changes must be must be pretty interesting. Let's talk about that on campus at Messiah College, based on how long you've been there, from the beginning to where it is today, and what your expectations is as we move into next year and beyond. Because I'm hearing that. It's exponential growth as well, very similar to the path of collegiate sports, esports.
1: Yeah, so the, I just started, at, believe it or not, I just started November uh, mm-hmm. at Messiah, kind of mid-season. They were looking technically mid-season because most people are starting in August to you know get their programs together. So mm-hmm. we had a very quick season with the COVID nineteen mm-hmm. thing, kind of cutting us off a bit, mm-hmm. but it was good because what we did was just start right off the bat and find people on campus willing to play, willing to play at a varsity level and just hitting, hitting the paint and doing the job. And uh, we already nice. played a uh, tournament that placed us fourth in the state in league of legends and Pennsylvania, believe it or not has a lot of schools playing and a lot of varsity schools now. So <laughs> um, that was an awesome thing that I was very proud of. And I think we're going to do even better next year. So this is helpful because, you know, we do have other partners, Uh, you know people who have invested in the program donors to the school and Mm -hmm. they don't they definitely want this to succeed so like you said they see exponential growth and so do I so I think you know we have four teams right now I expect that to you know sustain but maybe add more with time Mm -hmm. Um, and definitely you know we'll be able to do more on-campus events and we've done some online events that have been successful so I think you know the, the future is ours and it's very student-led, even though it's a varsity, you know, program because I come from a volunteer slash student-led uh, perspective, you know, back in the early collegiate days, most programs, there were no official programs until 2015 anyway. So before that, it was all student-led organizations. Mm-hmm. So I, I let the students, you know, dream and if they're dreams that can happen, we put it out there. So I expect that to be the next few years for Messiah.
0: Awesome. Talk a little bit about those four teams. What uh, titles do you folks play? What are some of your most competitive teams? Sounds like League of Legends does pretty well. And for those in the audience that may not know, yeah, Pennsylvania by far. uh, I would say California probably has a ton of esports teams, but Pennsylvania has so many collegiate schools that offer esports. It's it's amazing. But go ahead. Talk a little bit about those.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, I was surprised because I'm from New York and, you know, New York has barely anything compared to Pennsylvania. So, you know, the proud New York city girl is is kind of a shame, but uh, I I love the fact that, you know, life took me here and I was able to jump in and work both at Messiah and uh, and Harrisburg when these things were starting. So it's been great, but the games we play right now are rocket league, league of legends, overwatch and hearthstone. Um, That's a main reason is a lot of schools don't like to support games like CS:GO and, games with guns let's just put it that way because of right. you know the current atmosphere mm-hmm. um but i'm okay with the four titles we have i love them so <laughs> i'm not complaining
0: they're understood understood and there's plenty of interest in those titles from what i've seen from college to campus to campus so yeah. um if you will talk a little bit about growth wise what type of support you get administratively sounds like obviously you've got donors and things like that but i think as campuses see esports grow it's typically run by someone like yourself, but also getting that administrative support on top of that as well. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, there's <clears throat> so technically I am that student. I am that I am also a student, by the way, I study mental health counseling there. So mm-hmm. in a way, I'm like a student that's doing this for a stipend, but I'm still an employee of the college and I am the head of my department. So I'm that person between the students and the higher-ups. There is a director of student life. Uh, basically, he's the dean of the school who's heavily involved with this program and started it before I was there. So I would say he's the next up. And yeah. then the president of the school is so just like supportive of everything we do. And she's been so happy with what we've done so far that I see no like restrictions. So those are the two others. The president herself is really into this. And her daughter, actually. Um, was the one to tell her you need an esports program, <laughs> and uh, which was awesome. I love yeah. hearing that. And then yep. you know the, the dean and myself.
0: Awesome, awesome. It's good to hear that. Obviously, when you have that support, then the sky is the limit. Technically, talk a little bit about, if you will. You mentioned a number of the uh, functions are student led or student driven, and I like that. From an esports perspective, you know, if I have my son or daughter there, the fact that not only can they socialize and game and compete but they're probably involved in a variety of other functions outside of that that's pretty good for their resume. So talk about some of the other outside functions, if you will, that the students help with um, within the eSports program.
1: Yeah, I'd love to talk about that because I'm passionate about making this program not just a service to you know your entertainment or your, your right now, but a service for your future. Um, we have students who have walked in with interest in streaming, for instance, and. Mm-hmm they're playing on the Overwatch team, but they also have this great setup and this great idea of what they can do with our stream. So, you know, I just said, go for it. You know, I've seen it myself, I've done it myself, but why have me do it while I can watch them, what they're doing and see what they have on their, you know, skill sets and we work with that. So we probably wouldn't have a Twitch channel if it wasn't for the people that have like, you know, volunteered their time within the program to do that because Mm -hmm. as one Mm -hmm. person, I can only do so much too. So that we've had students flex their streaming skills. We also have an on-campus broadcast, um, sports broadcasting major technically. So there's been talks to see where we can link those two up for the future. So for me to see students come in with an interest and then have another program on the side to maybe bridge in the future is is that like four D chess that I'm thinking in my head that maybe the future can look like that for Messiah students? But otherwise, we have uh, event planning. We weren't able to execute it because we were taken off campus. But sure. um, by next year, it will launch. We had students uh, in committees planning our year end event. So. You know, I'm not, like, busybodying them and telling them what to do. They're devising what they can do, and they're saying, oh, this sounds like a good platform to do uh, tournament administration on. This is what we have to do to get um, lights and sounds and stage done. So, you know, this is, like, their way of learning how things are done in um, a smaller form in this industry and see and explore and use it, like, putty to to see if they want to continue.
0: Sure. Sure. No, that's awesome. I think that just allows them to kind of bridge into, hey, what do I like creatively um, as they move forward in their careers and so forth. So talk a little bit about, so I'm a freshman coming on campus for the first time. I'm now part of the Messiah College program for eSports. What's my day-to-day like from a expectation with practices, et cetera, expectation academically and so forth? What's that look like for me?
1: Yeah, so we have expectations for all eSports players. We have a you know, minimum GPA average. Um, it's about 2.5 minimum. So mm-hmm. if you dip below that, you'll be in like you know some some watch at least. Mm-hmm. So just minimal. Make sure you get your job your job done as a student. You can't just come to the sports space and play all day. Mm-hmm. Um, so besides that, you would expect to be doing at least five to eight hours of minimal practice slash um, meetings with the the team. So that would include a we do a each game meets with me once a week we meet at least an hour then you have some line training through uh gamer sensei essentially there's someone that pops in who's like really high level and helps guide them through the the mechanics and then you have uh scrims so you have at least two two scrims a week we aim for and that can take upwards to three hours depending on you know how long it goes some games are shorter some games are longer so yeah, that's about five to eight hours of a basic commitment. And obviously, you know, you should be playing if you can on the side, you know, it's not like, you know, you drop that if you are in your, your home and you can grind the ladder, you should still do that. So yeah. that's yeah, just, the basics. It, it's hard to balance. Cause some of these students are also, you know, in clubs where they're, we have a couple of track team members. So, you know, they're highly committed then.
0: Yeah. Understood. Understood. That's fantastic. Um, if you were to look at a crystal ball, kind of flash-forwarding five years from now, six or years from now, how would you like to see Messiah different? What changes would you like to um, implement within your community for esports?
1: So I think we're kind of on the way. So the concept of um, esports as a pathway to economic opportunities through, you know, jobs is yeah. definitely what I want to. Build the program out to so not just have the team, but have a bigger program around it that goes into our majors. So I'm not suggesting building an esports major because I still have a lot of uh, reservations when it comes to those. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I agree totally with the the, the approaches that are being taken uh, academically into those. Mm-hmm. I think it's still too new. Um, I think students are better serviced by having uh traditional majors that have concentrations with esports for now um so yeah that's what i'm hoping i kind of mentioned that with our sports broadcasting side i would like to do streaming with an esports uh concentration in the future um there and you know we have media studies you know communications that could be you know esports um fixated too. you can kind of like take that major and get some uh classes built around that but I don't want to do like a major, major esports thing until I feel like that's, uh, the industry is bigger. You know, I think for now that's going to be my five year trajectory trying to feed this program into other programs on campus and really giving a high quality education.
0: Awesome. Yeah. The space is so new and it's ever evolving literally month to month. So understood on the academic criteria portion of trying to put that type of curriculum together. Um, Anything that you would change, not necessarily at Messiah, but at the collegiate level, the landscape of esports in general? Is there anything there that you look at and says, man, I wish this was a little different? And if so, what would that be?
1: Yeah, there's no real magic wand at this moment uh, for this problem. But we obviously have several tournament administrators. We have several, you know, cooks in the the broth, I guess, whatever you call it at this point. Uh, you have cooks in the kitchen. Yes, I, my English is quite off today, but yeah, I think that there are too many people talking and trying to move the field in a direction that's also keeping it kind of stagnated at the moment. So um, I hope that we have more unification down the line. I don't necessarily know if something like an NCAA is a solution to this, honestly, but I just want more oversight that's in union with each other. So, like, I think it's impo- possible right now with game developers heading their collegiate outfits yes. and it's almost like at war with each other but you know you can't do that without an overarching sort of like organization taking hold of like the reins and saying you could do it during this time and this time so i don't think there's a nice and neat solution to this but it would be great if there were and it would be great if uh people talking about how to solve these scheduling conflicts these attitude conflicts that would come down the line um if that could be solved somehow and also getting more girls involved in gaming and on the varsity level, I see plenty, but just not enough. Um, So definitely trying to bridge that community more, Uh, getting more females involved would be great.
0: Yeah. Understood. Two things, obviously on the governing body aspect of it. Yeah, I agree. I think anytime, especially in this space that is, large as it is and only going to grow exponentially. I think at some point someone needs to step in and say, Hey, we've all got to be consistent on how we go about our processes. Um, in respect to getting more girls in gaming, yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, I've got a youngest is my daughter who's going to be a freshman in high school. So I love podcasts like this because she's able to watch it and see someone that looks like her and say, hey, I can do what she does. And I think that's critically important in this space, Um, not necessarily just from the gaming aspect and the things that that can provide, but obviously as a career path, Uh, some of the things that you get from this industry that certainly I think are going to be well in abundance out there in terms of opportunities so certainly um, taking advantage of that for anybody certainly would be important Um, last question is as we're going to come up on time here a little bit again our audience is going to be predominantly middle school high school and parents if you could give them advice in respect to hey this is what gaming is this is what esports is this is what we offer at messiah college in general what what would be some words of wisdom if you would um, for our audience
1: So if you love eSports and you think it's a good use of your time, you should kind of show that off by pursuing an avenue that you can develop your professional skills in as well. So I would say Messiah offers the ability to be a competitive player and in a way that's kind of like a professional skill. So you can put that on your resume. But if you want to also develop um, industry skills, you can do that here by playing in this kind of like sandbox environment where we are uh, really looking to lean on your skills uh, because this is such a new field that we all bring new skills to it. We want to grow together. So what I'm saying is that this program is not closed off. So you're not siphoned off from developments and the progress that it takes. So Messiah is going to give you a lot to to work with in terms of a future professional. Um, You know, if you wanna see something happen and you're passionate about it and I hear it and it sounds like a good idea and the president hears it or the dean hears it, we're probably gonna support that. And I think that, you know, this is a great place to do it. I don't wanna be siphoned off from the student body. A lot of people feel like that in um, varsity programs. They often just represent the school but they don't interact with the student body. That's not us. We have an esports lounge. You know that means that like anybody can come in and play smash with anybody so yeah. we are very integrated so if you want an integrated esports environment come here that's what we offer and you know i'm very you know frank about you know your opportunities and if i think it's great you know i'll definitely try to help you get what you want out of it so really it's, it's great i think that we're doing something different than other, other colleges by at least taking that perspective
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. I know as a parent, having my child be able to kind of spread their wings a little bit and come up with ideas and be able to bring that to, you know, their supportive uh, staff in respect to, hey, this is what I have, what do you think, and get that support to be able to do that is not available in a lot of institutions, but to have that availability there, I think, is critical, just from a critical thinking perspective, even. So. Really appreciate you, again, you coming on board today to talk a little bit about Messiah College. Obviously, with your experience, uh, you've seen so much growth in this industry and certainly some changes. Uh, Hopefully, we'll continue to see that for the better as we continue to grow in this space and would love to chat again, maybe in the fall, kind of see how things, hopefully, we're a little bit back to normal by then. Um, Kind of, see (laughs) Yeah, you and me both. Uh, Kind of just touch base, see how things are going on your end and um, kind of go from there. So, again, sincerely appreciate it. Have a great weekend, stay safe, and thank you so much for being on Stay Plugged In.
1: Thanks Rick.